Welcome to the Coin Podcast Network. From getting to work and school to getting outside and away from it all, weather impacts everything we do. And a look at some stats over the summer season. From Portland's most accurate forecast team. A stretch of time where we're dry is um, kind of interesting. With meteorologist Kelly Bayern. And we're back. And Joseph Dames. I don't mind kale. It's not my favorite. This is your weather. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back into another Your Weather Week podcast. It is Tuesday, November 16th, and I'm meteorologist Kelly Bayer, and we've got our executive producer of the COIN Podcast Network, Ian Costello, here on the other line. You've heard of him. Good morning. You've heard of me? Yeah, you've, People you've have a, heard of me? Okay. You've, heard, you've had a lot of great podcasts yeah. on this. Am I famous now? You are famous, at least in my eyes, and that's, <laughs> well, thanks. that's, that's all, all that matters. matters. Yep. <laughs> How you doing this morning? Not bad. You? Uh, doing well. I am finally happy that we're getting some dry weather and to see that sunshine back over Portland. It's just it just makes me smile. So it rained a little bit. <laughs> it did. And <laughs> up north, it rained a lot. It rained a lot. I went golfing last week. I play golf year round. I've got great rain gear. It was as wet as I have ever been on the golf course. It was raining so hard. And then I don't think that holds a candle to that dangerous and just unbelievable situation going on up north. Yeah, it, it is really awful. I know we, we kind of joke about, oh, it's raining so much, you know, day after day. But there were some major impacts and homes ruined um, up north. So it's, it is real tough to see that to our neighbors to the north. Um, and we'll we'll dive more into what happened up there and why. Um, and also the, the conditions that we've seen around Portland the last uh, couple of weeks here in November. But I do want to start with the icebreaker question because that's always, you know, a fun little talker here. So Thanksgiving is what, like nine, ten days away? It's coming up quickly. Yeah, it's like nine days away. And um, hard to believe. I'm, I'm still stuck in all of the extreme weather we saw <laughs> throughout the summertime. I won't stop saying that, I don't think. Um, but I want to know what you would put on your perfect day after Thanksgiving sandwich with all the leftovers from the meal. So okay. Kind, yeah, kind of go through what would be on the uh, dinner table. I think the best way to do it is you use you get the small dinner rolls, and you use two of them, and you cut them each in half. And then you go, for me, it's a little bit of mayonnaise, a little bit of mustard, um, cheddar cheese. So that doesn't, neither none of those things come from the actual Thanksgiving meal. But then stuffing, turkey, little mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. I think adding that extra carb, the mashed potatoes, <laughs> as like a sauce Super even. <laughs> it's, it's just I cover the whole texture. thing in gravy, so <laughs> yeah. just make it that but much back, better. Back in the oven. That sounds wonderful. Um, I don't get the people with the, and I know it's popular, the cranberries on the turkey sandwich. I, I eat cranberries on the side of my turkey sandwich. I mm. just can't get into the cranberries on the turkey sandwich. It's yet. so sweet. It can be overpowering. Um, and when you take a bite of that, it's like you know it's Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> yes, or you true. know leftovers. So it definitely has uh, its own characteristics, good or bad. But that's a nice sandwich. I would pretty much do the same. Um, I think my favorite side dish is sweet potatoes, so that'd probably go on my sandwich. This is a huge debate on Coin.com right now, this whole side dish, Thanksgiving side dish thing that we got going on on Coin.com. Uh, I didn't, we didn't do sweet potatoes growing up. Really? Right. I didn't get into sweet potatoes until like the college Friendsgivings and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. Didn't you grow up in Idaho or, or Montana? Montana. Okay. Um, 
and you'd think, I mean, yeah, potatoes, neighbors potatoes. with the potato state, um, so. But and we had plenty of mashed potatoes, but yeah, sweet potatoes. Just we were the very basic turkey stuffing, bread, cranberries, mashed potatoes, pumpkin pie, and outside of that, my mom was pretty protective of of what showed up on the table for Thanksgiving. Maybe didn't like eating orange things or something. <laughs> yes, you orange know? food has been weird. <laughs> yeah, can't do it. Well, uh, happy they're on your plate now because they are delicious. Yes, yes so they good. are delicious. Um, well, we're close to Thanksgiving, um, and right now, a little too early in the forecast to know what the weather will be. So you'll have to wait till next week, next Tuesday, for that special uh, podcast. But, I mean, this week, it's it's looking nicer. We're finally getting some dry time. I think some big changes this week um, are that we'll stray away from this persistent rain, and we're going to keep it a little drier and also cooler. Like this morning, we finally morning saw some chilly. areas. Yeah. Um I don't know if I'm sure there's uh, you either tweeted out or something an official number, but it felt like 15 or 20 degrees colder at my house this morning when I walked my dog as compared to yesterday. Yep, that, and that's what we saw. So, I mean, a big part of why we were so warm was this atmospheric river, mm-hmm. and that has been a term. I'm kind of pivoting topics real quickly to this atmospheric river. Um, that is a big plume of moisture. It's a jet that stems from the tropics usually, so it can pull in a lot more moisture, and it acts like a hose. It just funnels it straight into uh, the region that it points at. And for the uh, last weekend through Monday, um, we saw two atmospheric rivers that pointed directly towards the Pacific Northwest. Of course, the second one uh, brought in warmer temperatures to Portland, a little bit of rain on Monday, but it just funneled rain into areas of Washington. So we got the warm side of that system while missing the bulk of the rain. But on Monday, record rain up in Bellingham, that's northern uh, Seattle, northern Washington. Um, there were there were so many areas flooded as the Skagit River out in Skagit County, uh, Mount Vernon, the Bellingham area. I've got family up there. Um, so used to the area growing up and just to see it completely underwater um, from just this bulk of rain, um, it was just so devastating to see. It was difficult to look at those pictures. And I can remember when I worked in Seattle, like the Skagit River floods. It does. But I have never seen like it, it rises and it gets wet in parks and that kind of thing. It doesn't do what it did. I've never seen that. And that those images, I saw some more this morning, some uh, drone footage of Bellingham, and it it's terrible. Yeah. Um, I've got uh, my brother's best friend um, has a home up in East Bellingham. So he I, I got video sent, you know, through the chain of people. And he's driving his truck probably through – four three to four feet of water so you can see the tinier sedans that are just up to their near the roof it's the window underwater yeah Yeah. um and you don't expect to see that in you know a populated area maybe in the foothills where these streams kind of flood dairy farms or you know cows are in the fields and they're underwater or or some you know more scattered roadways back road highways but this this is like a town in town yeah it's just it was insane to see um so i'm glad to report that you know this tuesday rivers are slowly receding um they're kind of recovering from that but there's a lot of devastation up there um just with this this freak round of atmospheric rivers again two of them one late last week and then one yesterday on monday um that really flooded the area so we didn't get hit by 
all of this rain like they did, I think we would be dealing with some of the same Mm -hmm. problems if this atmospheric river had pointed a little further south and funneled all that rain into our area. Well, I think we started to see even when the first river came, atmospheric river came through last week, we had some lowland flooding and we had crews, you know, Coin TV had crews out in some minor flooding, obviously nothing like we saw from up north. Yeah. And probably a good thing that the second one didn't slam into us. Yeah. Um, yeah, the coastline really saw um, issues all the way to Lincoln and Tillamook mm-hmm. counties. Um, they had to evacuate some folks um, kind of staying in those RV parks out there. So, yeah, we just got one day of those impacts, maybe two days. But Washington just saw the brunt of that um, yesterday. So the reason we were so warm is that these things tend to point from the south. They're dragging up a lot of warm air. So we saw those temperatures on Monday. We actually had a, we we tied the record high on Monday. That kind of went under the radar uh, in terms of the weather because everyone was so focused on this rain. 66? I think it was 62 degrees. 62 degrees. It was was so warm. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I had to remind myself it was November. Exactly. Um, So we were just stuck in the warm sector, and now we get to Tuesday morning, and it is so much colder, mid-30s to start. And again, we're going to see another morning on Wednesday in the mid-30s. So prepare for, you know, a colder stretch of days. Our daytime highs also in the low 50s, and I believe our average highs should be in the 50s somewhere um, so we're we're a little cooler than normal, um, but you know this this colder weather is kind of more seasonal for November. Um, we're getting close to winter time in December, so get used to it. I, I think we could see some frost even on Wednesday morning. In the valley, frost. Yeah, in in the valley. Just as we get so cold, we're kind of clearing out the clouds. We're in between weather systems, so it's it's a calm pattern through the middle of the week, um, and we've got some patchy frost. As the weather gets colder, as this cold front moves through. You had the seasonal appropriate picture from Mount Hood on the air this morning where we see snow at Meadows. How much snow How much snow yeah, are, I, are, those, are the snow levels going to come down? They, they are pretty low right now um, through the middle of the week with this cold front that just finally pushed out the warmer air, brought in that cooler air. So snow levels down about 2,500 feet. So the pass has got a nice little coating. The problem was this cold front yesterday didn't have that much moisture in it. So we didn't quite get significant snow on Mount Hood. And through this warm and rainy patch um, throughout the weekend, we melted off everything we had up there. So uh, the ski slopes down to about 5,300 feet where Meadows is uh, completely washed out and we have to restart. So Yesterday's system brought in just a dusting. Um, we had Dave Tragathon out at Meadows uh, reporting about five inches of snow. I believe that was on the upper slopes because looking at the cameras there at, at base, it you can still see some grass. Yeah. Um, so it, it didn't bring in or replenish everything we lost. And just going with this trend, I think it will be tough to see ski season starting up by Thanksgiving, which is always the goal. Um, I know Meadows does a lot of harvesting of snow from other parts of the mountain. They bring it down so we can you know, get a few chairs running. And I, I don't think they will be able to do that this year just because we haven't we haven't gotten that snow. Um, and, you know, years where we see La Nina, we get lucky with a lot of snow early in the season. They are open by Thanksgiving, but we're about 10 days away and I can't really see that happening. They're going to have to get a lot of snow. Oh, yeah. To, um, to get open by Thanksgiving. I'm I'm hoping it happens, though, because I've got my season's pass and <laughs> I cannot wait to go shred. Um, other than that, I mean, in the valley, pretty quiet weather. Our next weather system arrives 
Thursday afternoon. It's a quick low system that rides the Oregon coast um, to the north. So we'll see a warm front spreading some showers likely Thursday afternoon and uh, rainfall by the evening through Friday morning. And then right now I've got the weekend dry. So it is nice to see that in the forecast, finally stretches of days where we could be rain free or, or if we see some rain, um, it's very light, just a shower here and there, not a complete washout. Still cool, though, over the weekend? Yeah, we're going to keep temperatures uh, likely right around 50 degrees on either side of 50 um, each and every single day this week. So cooler pattern. We've got several dry days, a little bit of rain to get through again Thursday and Friday morning. Um, and then that's about it, unless that forecast changes. Um, it's, it's looking pretty nice to get back outdoors um, sometime this week or this weekend. Got any yeah. plans? This weekend? If everything works out, which it generally doesn't in these kind of things, if everything works out, we should be able to finish our kitchen this weekend. For anybody who's listened to podcasts here and there, uh, I've been talking a lot about the work we've been doing remodeling our house. But there is a hope that we will have an oven in place and operational in time to make some of the Thanksgiving accompaniments. Mm. Uh, doing the turkey <laughs> on the Traeger. Nice. So looking forward to that. Smoke turkey. Gonna smoke it or roast it on the tray. You're not sure. I gotta find a turkey. That's turning into a yeah, an actual thing. They're expensive. Expensive and tough to find. Yeah. Oh my man. butcher shop was plumb out. Oh no. Yeah, well, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Good luck to you and good luck on the kitchen. I feel like you have not had a kitchen for nine months at least. Like it's it's been, it's been this entire six. year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you're still eating something other than. You know, take home pizza. Or... Yeah, we've done pretty well with just you know an instapot and a and a nice. Uh, okay, what do you call it? An induction burner, toaster yeah. oven, wow. and the Traeger. I know. In in high school, my parents remodeled our kitchen, and we had to go through that. You know, for a little bit of time. Um, but I can't imagine that for <laughs> that long. So it's been great. <laughs> hopeful that you can get that set up. Well, that sounds fun. Hopefully not too much hard work there. Um, but yeah, enjoy this week again. Going into Wednesday, partly sunny, a little cool. Rain on Thursday through Friday, and then this weekend, pretty dry. So we'll be back on Friday with your uh, weekend podcast, your weather weekend. Joseph Dames got that um, on lock. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you next Tuesday. Have a good one. The Coin Podcast Network is your home for on-demand coverage of local news, sports, weather, and entertainment you won't find anywhere else. You can always find us on coin.com slash podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your favorite podcasts.